This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Everybody, day check. It is Tuesday today, and this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. I'm freshly back from vacation. Yeah. Holly Roberts is our only constant. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's good to be back. I'm happy to be here. It's going to be a weird couple weeks. Just know that. But bear with us. You will always have a familiar voice that we you know and love. We to go on vacation, too. It's so true. We all have, we're kind of just, it's going to be a rotating cast of the same characters that you know and love. Uh, but just bear with us. Bradley's out this week. Um, I was out last week. And Holly, we're going to catch up with a lot of stuff today because I know that you guys covered a lot of ground. Stuff was actually happening last week. It was. Now, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. let us inform people of the fact that Colleen, before she left on vacation, she was like, geez, I hope nothing really happens while I'm away. And then Bradley and I were like, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. It's the week before yeah. the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Everybody's out. Well, lo and behold, Bill Cosby mm-hmm. was released from prison. Yeah. So let me just, I I want to hear... What happened here? Because I, I want to catch up on it, but then there's also some new news around Bill Cosby. But I, I just have to talk about that, like, where were you when moment. I was in Indianapolis at my 14-year-old's baseball tournament, uh, one of many, uh, but this happened to be in Indianapolis. And my phone uh, blew up, as one's does when news is breaking, and it said Bill Cosby released from prison. And I thought it was a joke. Yeah, well, we all thought it was a joke. So what happened was like five minutes before we go on the air, Bradley comes out of his out of his office. Okay, which is, <laughs> that we call it a hole. Let's be yeah. honest. So Bradley sits in a hole and he mm-hmm. likes to you know do his thing before the show. So he comes out and he says Bill Cosby is being released from prison. Breaking news! Oh my gosh. We're like, no way. No way is Bill Cosby being released right. from prison right now. And the, and the news reports were coming out slowly. Now, first they were coming out from local Philadelphia news. And it was like, okay, well, who are they citing? Right, because then that's know. a question mark. You're like, okay, like if we're, if this is national news and it's coming from reputable sources, then I'm, then I'm on board. But if this is just coming out, like if I don't recognize these news sources, question mark on that, right? Yeah, exactly. But you guys dug and dug and you found out that no, indeed. Well, no, indeed. The Associated Press confirmed that Bill Cosby was released from prison. Now, this was because now to set the table here, Bill Cosby released after a Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his sexual assault conviction and uh, saying that his due process rights were violated now because we weren't expecting this at all and it no, was like that was my other question because again i wasn't here and i wasn't uh connected to what was going on here was were we expecting anything around this i mean i i felt like it was 
This like kind of got uh, flew under the radar, so to speak. Right, exactly. The last, well, the last time that I remember us talking about Bill Cosby on the Colleen and Bradley show was when Bill Cosby didn't want to go to court-appointed therapy. Yes, like he was like, I would rather sit here. I'm not going to listen to this person, and I'm just gonna, you know, he didn't want to do the things that you would do to get out of prison early. Right. So he was being really stubborn that way. You might have called him your d bag of the day. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And if I did. Boy, that was a mistake. Well, now he is now. Yeah, there. What's frustrating about this, and I don't need to say this because I know everybody already knows this, but I would like to state the obvious right now. What's frustrating about this is he wasn't released from prison because they overturned because he's not guilty. Right. He was released from prison on a technicality. Yeah. To him, that would feel like a victory. And that's the part that turns your stomach. Right. Because the technicality was that Bill Cosby had a verbal agreement with a former district attorney, with the district attorney saying, look, if you give us a deposition in this civil trial, which was based on the same thing that his criminal trial mm-hmm. was on, if you give a deposition, then the th- information that you give us in this deposition will not be used against you in the criminal trial. And it was. And it was. Right. This verbal agreement, because there's not any written record mm-hmm. that Bill Cosby and this district attorney had this arrangement, but the Pennsylvania Supreme Court was like, look, this still stands. This is the technicality that we're going to rule on. And it wasn't a uni- unanimous decision Mm-mm. on the part of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. They were split on this, but ultimately they decided that Bill Cosby needed to be released from prison. And what's so frustrating about it is that now all the scuttle is about, will he get an interview? Like, who's going to interview Bill Cosby? Will he stage a comeback? Will he do tours again? The man, by the way, who uh, wanted to pull all of our sympathy cords, telling us that he was blind and that he was frail and all of this, and he's going to try to be back on stage now? Okay. I cannot. And and to the to the point of, you know, who is going to do an interview with him first? I would say I don't want to hear an interview with him. I want to hear an interview from the 50 plus women who accused him of the things that he was found guilty of. Now, among them would be uh, the person who's involved in this story that Mickey Rourke told over the weekend. Ooh, Mickey Rourke. I know (laughs) who thought we would be talking about that. But apparently, uh. Actually, it wasn't even over the weekend. It was, yeah, maybe it was. It was on the 2nd, July 2nd. Um, Mickey Rourke shared on his Instagram a story about a woman that he dated who had been a victim of Bill Cosby. Mm. And he shared it in great detail and talked mostly, and this is the part that I find to be the most compelling, is he talked about how it, like, how it affected her, meaning in his relationship with her, he saw the aftermath of what Bill Cosby did to a person. Sure. Uh, and this is another story very similar to all of the stories we've heard. She was a young uh, 19, 18 or 19 year old. Uh, she had just turned 19. She had she was an aspiring actress, an aspiring model. Bill Cosby agreed to meet with her. He gave her, he slipped something into her glass of wine, even though she turned down the glass of wine. She started to lose control of her senses, and he tried to make her relax, and he uh, sexually assaulted her and raped her. Mm. And it is, 
when you read, a, you know, Mickey Rourke doesn't have anything to gain by telling a story like that. No, he doesn't identify the woman. She hasn't come forward, um, but he tells this story and you hear what the real life implications are for somebody after a, such a traumatic event happens, how they carry that through. Those are the stories that we need to be hearing. Yeah. I don't need to hear a word from Bill Cosby. No, no. If Bill Cosby went away and we never had to hear from him ever again. Okay. Okay. All right. And and the world as the world turns. Can I really quickly back up? Because I I remember also there was another thing I saw a headline about, but I didn't dig deep into it, that Felicia Rashad was uh, called on the carpet for some of her reactions to Bill Cosby being released. Yeah, she was. You know, and I don't think that we really talked about that on the air here, but she went to Twitter, as people tend to do, mm-hmm. and she tweeted out what was seemingly, you know, pretty obviously like a gut reaction to Bill Cosby being released from prison. And now she I- has supported him in uh, a lot of ways, um, verbally. Remember, early on, she talked about how. Um, these allegations were resulting in the loss of a legacy. Yes. And nobody was really keen on that. Well, yeah, nobody was really keen on that. Yeah. So I'm going to pull up Alicia, uh, Felicia Rashad's Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, to get her exact words, because she eventually pulled back on them. Yeah. And then she said... Which is why you really should have somebody read over your tweets before you hit send. Yes. Well, now she deleted the tweet. Of course. Um. But essentially, oh gosh, I don't want to paraphrase I'll, I'll it. I'll see if I can find that. it. Please find that. Mm-hmm. But she eventually walked back her words and she said, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wishes for healing. Basically contradicting her statement that she made about the release of Bill Cosby. Yeah. It was like, well, well, what she had initially tweeted was, quote, finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. Yes. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. And she uh, posted a picture of Bill Cosby along with that. Uh, she did later, as you said, delete the post and then uh, changed her messaging. And, you know, which is a fascinating mm. pivot because the cat's out of the bag, so yeah. to speak. And to use that language to say that you support these victims and survivors, it's like, well, that previous tweet kind of shows otherwise. Yeah, it didn't really sing in that tune at all. No. Now, I know that there is uh, some more uh, Bill Cosby news. He's uh, he's placing blame on somebody. Bill Cosby is. Oh, yeah. Is he not? Well, he's placing on himself. Um, no. Okay, so he's not taking responsibility. He's blaming basically everybody else except himself. You know, (laughs) he he, uh, is the real truth. He's also blaming the mainstream media. That's a useful villain in so many people's plot lines Hmm. on what is happening to him. I think we've heard that before. (laughs) Where is that? This just sounds so familiar. That's been done. That's been done. So Bill Cosby's rebooting that. Oh, great. And he did that over the holiday weekend. Um, Yeah, you know, I just, how do we make him go away? And I don't mean like, I just mean like, how do we like, can we, can we mute him on social? I mean, we can. I can be personally responsible for that. Yeah. Right? Like, I can decide not to let him in. Yes. But how do we as a culture decide like, okay, we don't care about what he has to say? 
Well, in the year 2021, there's always going to be some kind of microphone, some kind of platform for this kind of person to be on. And so as long as there are people who want to profit off of amplifying a voice like this, then it's just going it is it's going to be one of personal responsibility. But also, this is such a huge, big pop culture story. Right. That we just spent a whole segment talking about something that we didn't want to talk about. I know. About. And that therein lies the rub. Oh, man. I know. Right. Oh. Welcome. Welcome to the internal conflict, everybody. Okay. (laughs) When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, one thing I have no conflicted feelings about is a dirt alert from Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Beautiful Elizabeth Reese has joined us, and with her, she's brought all of the dirt, all of it, straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Hello. Hello. It is a nice time to be with you following the holiday. Hope you had a nice long weekend. Yes. Enjoyed, relaxed, celebrated, however you saw fit. Uh, Britney Spears has a real team overhaul happening right now. So her lawyer is seeking to resign from the conservatorship case. Uh, This is Britney Spears' court-appointed attorney who is reportedly going to resign from her conservatorship case soon. This news coming less than 24 hours after her manager, Larry Rudolph, quit. And less than a week after the co-conservator of her estate, Bessemer Trust, announced its exit as well. Ooh, I mean, people are running away. People are running this. because you don't they're want afraid this to be stink on you. Are you kidding? You don't want to be anywhere near this, right? The only person who should be running who isn't Jamie, exactly, right? And it's, I mean, it's so obvious as we like to say on the Colleen and Bradley show. Nobody wants to be anywhere near this because it's being cracked wide open, and you are seeing the major injustices that are taking place in this woman's life. This attorney, uh, apparently, sources are telling TMZ that this attorney regularly gave Brittany options, including the option to request that the conservatorship should end. That's despite what she told Judge Brenda Penny when she said on June 23rd, ma'am, I didn't know I could petition the conservatorship to end. I honestly didn't know that. Yeah. Insiders saying that she had only ever expressed her desire to remove her father as one of her conservators and she had not requested to terminate the arrangement altogether regarding her team like she hadn't done that with her team all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know what's 
interesting about this statement that Larry Rudolph is making is that he's completely neglecting the fact that he wasn't Britney Spears' manager for a period of time. It was mm. that guy, Sam Lutfi. Yeah, that he, guy. He became Britney Spears' manager. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the show, but there was a really wonderful piece in Thorough, the New Yorker. amazing. New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. New Yorker. yeah, exactly. Ronan Farrow yeah. on the case now. So it's really convenient that Larry Rudolph is saying, well, I've worked b- with Britney Spears for the last 25 years. I mean, it's it's lying by omission. Right, right, right. You know, they're trying to paint, a, he's trying to paint a different picture of his association right. with Britney and Spears. And say basically he didn't, he's sort of saying without saying, like he didn't touch the conservatorship. Yeah. right? But he was brought on by the conservatorship to re-manage Britney Spears yeah. after essentially they kicked out Sam Lutfi. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And the story that he wants to, re- that he wants to be done is because she wants to officially retired right yeah. retire yeah. which you know i'm sorry like oh gosh i you have a different picture now that we've heard from britney and we've got some different information you have an understanding of what britney spears's life has been like since she was a teenager For a sure. preteen right yeah um if she wants to retire girl buy yourself a yacht I don't care if that's what you're into. Well, and lots of people and do get a out career of here and change at 40. I mean, yes. just, just because you do something when you're young doesn't mean that you have to continue doing that. Or, or you know, also, I don't know anybody in my life who worked as hard as she did as a teenager. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. She can retire. Yeah. Yeah. She can retire and she can get that time back somehow. But the problem, yeah, but I, there's so much to unpack here. And we, like you said, Holly, we're going to be talking about Ronan Farrow's piece a little bit later in the show. I'm glad. When are you talking about it? We'll be talking know. about that at the top of the next hour. And Elizabeth, if you haven't read it. I'm going to. I mean, pay for the subscription. It is worth it because. Or even just use a browser where you haven't used yes, up all your free articles. Exactly. Yet. <laughs> you, Holly. Good job. Because it is so. Um, it will tell you a lot of things. It will actually, one of the things for me, and we're going to talk about this, like, like I said later, the th- I, I can't figure out if Sam Lutfi is a bad dude or a good dude. Mm-hmm. And I remember... And that's the best kind of villain, right? Right? But he he speaks some serious truth. He also has a history of kind of clinging on to people who are in conservatorship type arrangements. Boy. And also, let's just talk about that for a hot second. There are more conservatorships in Hollywood, like disproportionately with young women Mm -hmm. in a way that you don't see in life. Yeah. And specifically women. Yes. And the whole I mean, we could go off on on the the misogyny Mm -hmm. that is just seeped inside this conservatorship, the context, the way that this is framed, that Britney Spears just she needs to be taken care of by her daddy. Yes. You know, infantilizing Britney Spears in a way that makes one ponder if Britney Spears was Brandon Spears, would this be happening? Yes. Right. Right. Well, and, you know, one of the things I think we forget about, there was a time, a, a short period of time, where there was talk of a conservatorship for Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So this this is a, a tool that gets used specifically. I mean, what... What male celebrity have we ever even spoken of a conservatorship with? No, I and, and I, I can name the example three of Charlie off the top Sheen, of my head. who yes. should have had one, yeah. probably. Right? I mean, if you talk about like the the damage that can be done through substance abuse, the uh, untreated mental health mm-hmm. issues, the uh, caring for children, right? Yeah. So a parent, and then also 
the fear of that they will totally squander their entire fortune. Yeah. I mean, those are all the things that are used as a reason why we need to have this control over this person. Charlie Sheen was completely imploding yes. and doing all of that, and there was no talk of it. Not even a word. So anyway, I, again, I cannot recommend this article enough written by Ronan Farrow. That's it's very so good. great. That's yeah. really good. I also read a really interesting article, and I'm not going to remember where it was over the weekend, so that's not going to help very much, about these... Um, Types of um, like rehabilitation facilities that Paris Hilton oh, went yeah. to. Yes. And it was yeah. really interesting to dig more into that, into like what, I mean, Paris Hilton shared her story about yep. her, the abuse that she alleges she suffered um, at the hands of people at one particular like rehab school like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there were lots of other people talking about it too. I'm here. I'm, if you remember what that is, send it to me because I'm curious about that as well. Yes fascinating yes. stuff. Yeah. Um, and then congratulations are in order to Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. It, it finally happened, you guys. Oh, they, they tied the knot, those got, crazy kids. It's real. Over the weekend, I know. They've been together now for three years. Yes. So that's good. And I'll be honest, I have to be really honest, like, I'll just bring forward the, the, the Team Cobra skeptics. We fully thought that this was a full-blown publationship. Oh, yeah, I think it's From real the deal. get-go. I yeah. mean, you know, I don't know what goes on in their house, but, like, they did it, man. Well, this is a publationship. Let us not forget yes. that Gwen Stefani and Blake Sheldon are a publationship, but their publationship is rooted in an actual reality, unlike a fake relationship. Because, to, to be clear, when we say publationship, that means they use their relationship for publicity. For sure. Because Whatever the, the nature of that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're and we've got, we've got the press release from Vera Wang about her outfit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it and is Carson Daly did a whole bit about it on the right. show, yeah. right? On the so, Today Show today, you know, we see the synergy. Thank you. But it's you know, I guess if somebody's going to make money off of your story, it might as well be you. I there love you, you say that always, and I, I love do. it. I do. Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that delicious dirt alert. Thanks, friends. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend uh, Donna is going to come and help us solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to solve them, hopefully, after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, our friend Donna has arrived in the studio on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley, trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Donna has joined us because we are going to be pop culture sleuths. Yes. We have some mysteries to solve in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Uh, Donna, thanks for joining us again to solve celebrity gossip mysteries. You did so well last week. Thank you. I did, did really you? well. You were on it? Yeah, pretty good. Okay, well, let's hope that didn't dry up. Okay. No. <laughs> Now, I do want to say that it was a holiday weekend, uh, and on the 4th of July, N.T. Lawyer mm. likes to do Did he do old, a dump? He did a big oh. dump. I love it when he dumps. But unfortunately for us, oh. N.T. Lawyer's big dumps contain a lot of words. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no. And so, he has some yeah. wordy dumps. Yeah, so they're not exactly segment-friendly, but I will tell you, if you want to go to crazydaysandnights.net and read some of those big dumps, they include, but are not limited to, the Mafia... Frank Sinatra. We also have uh, Marianne from Gilligan's Island doing lots of coke. Ooh. And multiple appearances by Satan. Okay. Oh, ka-chonk, ka-chonk, babe. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and also, the, apparently, okay, I got a sidebar here. I got to yeah. tell you about this yeah. conspiracy theory. Apparently, it's been floating around the internet for a hot second that Jim Morrison 
from the doors. Hmm. Didn't actually die in the early 70s. Ooh, what happened? He became Rush Limbaugh. Oh! <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this. I am here for that hey, storyline. Can I just tell you, yeah. it's so funny because I haven't heard Jim Morrison's name in forever. And I'm watching a, a documentary called 1971. The year that music changed everything, I think it's called. And it's on Apple, and it's excellent. And they feature Jim Morrison. Oh, thank you. Look at that. It's very Two, good. Twice in a couple days. Yeah. So Seriously. the story is, is that Jim Morrison took on the identity of the real Rush, Rush Limbaugh when Rush Limbaugh, the real Rush Limbaugh, took his own life. Okay. And then Jim oh, Morrison okay. slowly morphed into the Rush Limbaugh that we came to know. Oh, my god! Is anti-lawyer losing his credibility? I don't think that's an anti-lawyer thing, <laughs> oh. is it? Is that just the world, or did anti-lawyer subscribe to that? Uh, well, he revealed it. Okay. Subscribe to it. You can find pictures on the internet where people do face melts. Oh, my <laughs> word. But let's solve this. First okay, let's solve it. Mystery. Right. Uh, the t- this time, the split between the A plus list singer and her controversial manager seems more permanent. She hasn't been happy with him for some time, and she refused to contribute to a project praising mm, him too. This is Britney Spears yeah. and Larry, Larry Rudolph. Uh, no, oh, what? Yeah, what? Oh boy! Okay, okay. Uh, a plus oh, list singer and her controversial manager. Oh, is the so controversial manager Scooter? Scooter Braun. Okay. Is the A plus list singer? A plus list singer. A plus. Ariana Grande. Oh! Woo! What? That was what great. Happened? It just like fell into your. I lap. don't know. That I I thought it was going to be rusty today. No, you're right on it. So. This time, the split between Ariana Grande and Scooter Braun seems more permanent. Ariana hasn't been happy with Scooter Braun for some time, and she even refused to contribute to a project praising him. That would be a massive profile on Scooter Braun in Variety magazine a month or two ago. She did not provide a quote. She did not do an interview. Interesting. I don't know about this guy. He okay. So here's what I'm learning about life uh, in my old age. Um, nobody is all good or all bad. That's fair, right? So as a businessman, he's a shrewd businessman. I don't think he cares about people. Is what I'm learning. I kind of feel the same way. He's about the almighty dollar. Yeah, and so yeah. Um, I am in support of people taking back their power. And realizing that he doesn't like my my sense my sense is that he doesn't care about Ariana Grande as a person. He's like we're not friends. We no, work I just together. you're you're my business. Yes, you make money for me, and uh, I'm sure if I were her, I'd be like deuces, bye. There's other fish in the sea. Thanks. Bye. No thanks. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, he shows himself all the time with the business decisions that he makes and you know he's all oh every i feel like every time i watch a show that i i really like yeah his name is attached oh, yeah. to it yeah, yeah. it's mm. crazy go get that dollar boy <laughs> here's another celebrity gossip mystery about someone getting their dollars this former a-list tweener in a group thought he could buy cheap songs and keep more money for himself and his thirsty wife Ooh. his decision <laughs> produced horrible record sales and now the label is meeting to decide whether to drop him. <gasps> oh. Is this a, can I just throw something out there? Yeah, is this a Nick Jonas sitch? Mm, that was good. Wow, thank well you. Well done. And his thirsty wife, is whose Priyanka name is Chopra. Chopra. Jonas. Yeah, so 
Nick Jonas huh. thought he could buy cheap songs and keep more money for himself and his wife, Priyanka Chopra, keep it in the family. Mm. But Nick Jonas's decision produced horrible record sales, and now the label is meeting to decide whether to drop him. Mm. You know, he, this is, I, I am. I would love to be a fly on the wall in any room involving conversations with Nick Jonas because he has gone... He has waffled back and forth mm-hmm. between being a Joe bro and being solo. Mm-hmm. And like it again, another person who seems to follow the dollar bill and not necessarily like do what's right for the relationships. And he also seems to teeter to me from being super legit and then kind of cheesy. Yeah. And thirsty. Right. Yeah. Like he can't be consistent. And what I want to say to him is, do the work, like pay for the good songs and let them like he needs, somebody needs to teach him economics. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you put out cheap, crappy songs, that's what you get. That's people are going to listen to them. Like they're cheap, crappy songs. Correct. But if you put out some good hits, you'll make some money off of those. Girl, you get what you (laughs) pay for. Yeah. How true that is. All right. We do another one. Oh yeah. Donna, are you cold, honey? For the first time that I've been in the studio in six years, I'm cold. Oh my gosh, she's got a little mini heater like blowing on her. It's <laughs> I hilarious. Think it's Julia's. It so I'm is. Like, Thank you, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Here's another celebrity gossip by the fire <laughs> of a blind item. This one's a little more salacious. Ooh. Where the? When, excuse me. When there is no money, but only revenge, we see what happens with celebrity hits. But apparently there are a dozen people who have already chipped in to pay for someone to take the life of the former A-plus list, mostly <gasps> television actor who stunk at movies. The problem that they are facing is finding someone to carry out the hit. There's at least one victim who said she would do it, but she's being talked out of it. But there's a lot of momentum, especially with him talking about new projects and possibly being paid seven figures for a book what? and an interview. Okay, first of all, when you say celebrity hits, you mean like hits. I thought you meant like hits, like Hits. Or no, but like hits, hits, like, like kill. Not, not today's best variety. No, no, like, no. <laughs> like hit, hit, like hit men. Yeah, like hits. Okay, that's what I thought. You yeah, meant. like bye bye. Well, forever. Donna's, Donna's from Jersey. You know, yeah, you know what <laughs> yeah, a hit I is. Go straight to the hit. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. It is an A list. Um, a plus list. Who would people like to not see around anymore? Oh, duh, Bill Cosby. Oh. Oh my gosh. Told you this was salacious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my. So apparently there are a dozen people who have chipped in to pay for someone to maybe perhaps cancel Bill Cosby. Oof, oh my gosh. Oof. Someone wants to would has been talked into doing it, but now she's being talked out of doing it. But apparently there's a seven figure book and interview deal out there. Ugh. And that is catalyst for momentum for this now again salacious blind items remember this is the person that also said jim morrison is rush limbaugh right okay (laughs) yeah so like take it all with a grain of salt yes okay but we're here to gossip that's what we do do. that's what we traffic in do we have another one yes (laughs) donna's like i don't want to talk about hits anymore Throw in some salacious ones every yeah, now yes. and then, right? Yes. Here's another one. This A minus slash B plus list actress, girlfriend for hire, really nailed that exit from her boyfriend's house for the paparazzi photo. Mm. It was almost as if she knew exactly when to make her departure. A minus slash B plus list actress slash girlfriend for hire. Was is this like a Shailene Woodley moment? 
Okay. Oh, good guess. Um, because I'm just, I'm trying to think of like A minus B plus list actress slash girlfriend for hire. Who uh, I guess we just saw coming out of, of her boyfriend's house. So I have not been paying attention to the tabloids, mm. you know, when I, cause I was on vacation. Oh yeah, you shouldn't. So well, I, you know, put work down for a minute. So this was, this is a comedian. Okay. And then, oh. and then this is his significant other who is a, basically a pay to play person. Now. I is like the comedian Jason Sudeikis? No. Uh, oh, that was, would have been my guess, too. But, Colleen, I like the fact that you brought up Aaron Rodgers because this person was in a relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. I'm terrible at this oh. because I forgot who else oh, he's been in relationships uh, with. Danica Patrick? No. Um, no, we're going actor. Actor, oh, that's actress. right. I'm sorry. No, uh, it's okay. A minus actress. Um, oh, God. Isn't it an Olivia? Yeah. Oh. Is it a... Good job, Donna. Thank who, you. who is she? Who's John Mulaney? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, okay, I got to see this paparazzi photo. It's really obvious. Okay, it is so obvious because Olivia Munn really nailed that exit from John Mulaney's house for the paparazzi photo. It was almost as if Olivia Munn knew exactly when to make her departure. Interesting. She seems a little thirsty as well. Oh, for sure. Like. Super wants to be visible. Wasn't she married to somebody? Am I making that up? Yeah. Okay. That was fun. That was a fun (laughs) fantasy. Holly just goes, yep. Yep. I mean, it's good to know when you don't know. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Okay. Well, I wish we had time for more because I see. It is fun. And like, again, the good news is Auntie Lawyer gave us a huge dump. And so there's plenty to choose from which means you can look forward to juicy uh pop culture mysteries again tomorrow with blinded by the item donna thank you for joining us thank you for having me. you'll be back tomorrow do you know that you'll be back tomorrow i will be back tomorrow okay good just check it okay bye. all right thanks donna when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we have to talk about the wedding of the weekend i was going to say the wedding of the year but, you know, there there will be others and there have been others. But uh, it's a publication ship that we call Gwake. They're married now. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton will talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's not Bradley Trainer. You know why? He's on vacation. Yeah. But Holly and I are here with you. Yeah. Hey, yes. And it's raining outside, Colleen. Oh, it is raining. And we need the rains today. Oh, we do need the rains. And I really need this particular rain. I agree with you. Listen, I don't know about you, but um, I see a lot of brown lawns. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's the weather's fault, y'all. Yeah, a little crispy. A little crispy out mm-hmm. there. So the rain is welcome. It is helping our herbs grow in my little herb garden. Yeah. And Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton got married. Hey, look at that! Wow. Uh, no rain there, by the way. No. Nothing but sunshine. Blake Shelton's estate is looking a little crispy, too. <laughs> and the reason we know that is because we got the aerial footage of Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani's Oklahoma estate from over the weekend because they went and got hitched. Yes, they did. And um, everybody's, t- you know, everybody's talking about it because we got the photo exclusive. Well, it's not even a photo exclusive. Um, we've got the photos on people.com. People are talking. People are talking. <laughs> now, by the way, uh, I did. I think I did call this that people would have the exclusive on this. Oh, yeah. Well, why wouldn't they? They love it's, publishing exclusive photos well, about and it's celebrity not, weddings. Yeah, and it's not technically it's not exclusive. They don't label it as exclusive, but 
when we were talking about, remember we had a false start with them? Yeah. I was like, guys, no. Well, it was a little convenient. Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton, judges on The Voice yep. get together mm-hmm. after two high-profile relationships fall apart. I mean, it's synergy. It makes sense. It oh, all makes okay. sense. It all makes sense. Uh, but they did get married. Gwen Stefani, of course, was resplendent in tool and cowboy boots. Yes. <laughs> and Hey, look, man, it's her second wedding. She's not looking to go traditional. She no. didn't even in her first one. She had a lovely dip-dye pink John Galliano. Yes, girl. she did. No, mm-hmm. so she's uh, she's wearing the, the boots, and that is, of course, a nod to, to Blake. Yeah, because, you know, when you sing country music, what else are you going to wear? But cowboy boots. It's I always mean, she's cowboy doing boots. the cosplay as Gwen Stefani does. Right. They got married at his ranch in Oklahoma on Monday. Uh, no. Not on Monday. Yeah, yesterday, on Monday. Uh, no, over the weekend, on Saturday. On Monday, she posted the pictures. Oh, what does time mean? Anyways? What is time? But also, can we just talk about this? Okay, because this is the thing everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking. The chapel. Tell me about the chapel. So apparently, Blake like built her a chapel, which, and I am like here for this. Like, I'm like, okay, yes, romantic gesture. This is the plot of a romantic movie where. The, you know, uh, handsome husband to be is like, I love you so much. I will build a chapel to our marriage and we will get married together in the chapel. It's a little Harlequin romance. It's super. I'm like, (laughs) where's Fabio on the back of like of a horse like coming in? (laughs) Get the wind machine. Come on. But it is. I mean, listen, it's a beautiful chapel. But here's the thing. I just this is the thing I'm thinking about is like. To me, buildings aren't like Kleenex, like single use, right? If you build a building, you got to do something with it. So I'm where I'm because I got to be practical, Uh right? This is the person who can't have a private island because it just sounds like a lot of work. Uh. Here's what I keep thinking when it comes to that chapel. Now it's on the property. What would you turn that building into if you had a like a, an outbuilding that was a chapel and you were like, OK, we used it for the wedding. Now we're going to convert it. It's going to be something else. What would you make it into? You're not going to convert it. You're rich. You're going to keep just gonna it. Leave just, it as a chapel. You're just going to leave it as a chapel. Are you ever going to go in there? Like, well, what if you don't go in there ever? You're totally going to go in there because, Colleen, this is a Harlequin romance. Oh, and they're going to go and reflect on their relationship yeah. like well, weekly or something. This isn't, well, this is one of those Harlequin romances where they don't like have sex, but they just like to do <laughs> romance thing. Man, there is a whole genre of those where it's just like, you know, Harle- Harlequin. That's a Turkish romantic comedy. I'm here to tell Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Gwen Stefani yes. and Blake Shelton are living in a Turkish romantic comedy because yes. in Turkish romantic comedies mm-hmm. they can't kiss on screen. Right. So if they do they do but they get fined a lot so you don't see them kiss hardly ever. Yeah, so Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are rich. They don't care if they're going to kiss. That's I mean, true. there might be some like heavy petting too if they're <sighs> alone. No, you're right. This chapel is like uh, it is a monument to their relationship and they're going to go visit it. But really, like what I'm actually thinking is like what I would make it into a dance studio or like uh, like a gym. 
Like a home gym. Sorry, I'm back in practical land. Or you make it into a recording studio. I don't oh, know. yeah. <laughs> they probably already have one of those, though. That's true. So you have to use it for something you don't already have in your sprawling estate in Oklahoma. Or maybe they're just going to let it rot. That makes me sad. They're going to let it miss Havisham. That's a bu- just, what? You know, like in Great Espe- Expectations. Oh, it's just going to like rot. What, what language was that? I didn't know what that was. That was Dickensian literature. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you. I love that, you know... Good on you, Colleen, for being so pragmatic. But these people are not pragmatic in any way, shape, or form. No, and listen, the the wedding looked beautiful. I'm bummed that we weren't invited. I kind of think it's rude. It's fine. Well, it's fine. Adam Levine wasn't even apparently invited. he wasn't there, and apparently that's all the scuttle. So I actually feel like we need to change perspectives on this, Colleen. What the actual publicity yes. in all of this is the bromance. It's the bromance, Blake Sheldon mm-hmm. and Adam Levine. That was a house of lies. Mm-hmm. So let's enjoy this real love of Blake Shelton and Thank Gwen you. Stefani while we can. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've been promising you we're going to get to it. We're going to talk about that New Yorker article about Britney Spears uh, when we return right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.